Welcome to the Live In Truth podcast, a podcast that aims to inspire you to live in your truth because the truth carries itself. You can't argue with the truth and some people can't handle the truth. I am your host, Madeline Calipari. Through storytelling and interviews, I will share the lessons that have shaped the way that I live, think and feel today and how you may apply them to your life and to your own journey. To support the podcast and connect with like-minded individuals, you can subscribe to the Self Mastery monthly membership through the link below. You can also follow my Instagram, Muse by Madeline, for daily reminders, messages, and prompts. Let's get into it. Okay, welcome to episode six of the Live in Truth podcast. In this episode, I'm going to be answering a question that was sent in from one of my beautiful one-on-one clients, which was... When did you know that you wanted to do life coaching and mentoring or had you just always known? And the short answer to this second half of that question is no, I didn't always know. And I probably only knew really that I wanted to do this work about three years ago. So if we rewind six years, I was a party girl, partying on the weekends, still a bit of a party girl now, but with a good balance. I was a party girl, you know, my house was where we all went to party. I literally lived in this house and we would call it the Murphy Street Mansion because it was nothing like a mansion. It had cracked windows. It had like a stove that didn't work. It was all over the place. It was hilarious. Anyway, so we had the Murphy Street Mansion and yeah, I was going through a really, really, really rough time. So that was about 2018. Um, at the beginning of 2019, uh, I actually begun my yoga teacher training. It just happened like this drop of knowledge just came in and I was like, I just feel like I have to research, you know, doing my yoga teacher training. I looked up a yoga teacher training from a school here in Bendigo, contacted the woman and literally that night we had dinner out at this place, uh, near Epilog because that's where she was from. Um, and we spoke about the teacher training and it was starting that weekend. So it all happened very, very fast. And at this time I was pretty lost. I was feeling pretty defeated in life. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I'd done my PT, um, training and I'd completed all of that. And I was just like, what, what's going on? Like nothing's clicking. So this ball started to roll pretty fast and I was like, okay, cool. This sounds great. The yoga teacher training that I completed was so in-depth, like it was a complete overhaul of my life. Once a month, we would go to this mud hut out at Epilogue, kind of felt like you're in the middle of nowhere because you kind of were. We would spend like two 13-hour days sitting in this room, listening to our mentor, our teacher, talk to us about yoga philosophy, anatomy spirituality and how yoga is you know not just about asana the movement part of the practice it's literally a way of life and my yoga teacher's philosophy Kerry she just provided us all with such a deep grounding and such a deep understanding and such a deep appreciation for yoga in that how she was teaching us to be yoga teachers wasn't about 
teaching the actual class, her philosophy was if you're a good person and if you're coming from the right place and you've got the right intentions and you live your way like with the yoga philosophy, that it doesn't matter about the classes because that will come. That's like your creative direction as a teacher. And I am so grateful for this like deep, nourishing, you know, really strong foundational like base that, you know, it's not about like what you're necessarily like teaching. It's about who you are, right? Like she wasn't going to sit there and tell us how to structure a class because every class can be different and there are so many different classes. It was about who you are as a person, what your values are and, you know, like what your energy is going to give because you can have the best class in the world and if your energy is not there and you're not delivering from a place of integrity and dignity and authenticity and respect for yourself, your the people that are in your class, like the practice itself, then it doesn't really matter what you teach. The messages aren't going to get through. Like it's not going to be as deeply nourishing. Like you're essentially a, oh, a space holder when you're teaching yoga and you have to really come from a place of integrity when you do that because people come to yoga classes because they really want to start connecting in with themselves, with the divine. They usually are really wanting to work through something and if you sort of haven't done that yourself, it's really hard to then hold space for others or to provide, you know, like... Um, a space where people can create meaningful change in their own life. You know, you might create a codependent relationship with someone else. You might, yeah, it's, it can get quite unhealthy quite quickly. And that's why it's really important to, you know, build that base up for yourself. So I did that training It went for a year and it finished with like a silent retreat at the end. And I just have the best memories from those classes from that whole teacher training it was absolutely so transformational on so many levels I didn't even know what I was getting myself into I was like wow so for that whole year I pretty much was going through now what I understand as a bit of a spiritual awakening I was also you know using a lot of um like plant medicine and really diving in and going probably a little bit too hard for what I could manage. Um, yeah, it was quite a scary time in my life as well as being one of the most sort of open and in-depth experiences of my life. The combination between the yoga teacher training and probably abusing um, some substances was a pretty fine line that I was walking. I really did test the boundaries with that one. Um, but in saying that, it's all a part of my experience and I accept that now and I wouldn't recommend it. But, you know, sometimes we find ourselves in these situations and I'm not perfect and I've never said I'm perfect. And honestly, at that stage in my life, as per a lot of my life, I was literally just trying to survive and get through and, you know, experience something really because, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of us can relate of when you're feeling depressed or you're feeling anxious or, you know, you're just feeling a little bit unsure, you're feeling a little bit lost. It's it's really hard to find sort of a path that's going to lead you. It's really 
hard to find, you know, people that are going to guide you on your way and to open up and to understand. And when I was going through this stuff, this is before, you know, the old sea baby 19 happened. And I think we forget how a lot of our focus wasn't on mindfulness before this. It wasn't on how you can deepen your experience. It wasn't about sharing your conscious experience. It was very, very different. And it was very hard for me to find community and people who were like me. And, you know, you can find that easily now through TikTok and Instagram and Reels and all of that sort of thing. But that just simply did not exist when I started this. And I remember when my Instagram was changing from being a party girl to being someone who is conscious and who is thinking and who is you know, starting to create this mental awareness, like it was, it was huge. It was really huge. I remember a lot of people messaging me and being like, Hey, like, thanks for sharing this. Like I haven't seen this on Instagram yet, or, you know, like all of that sort of stuff. Like I also dealt with a pretty intense thing that one of my, you know, people who I thought was pretty close to me said, hey, Mads, I think you're being a bit toxically positive. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And that sort of sent me into a spiral because I wasn't being toxically. I wasn't being, you know, toxic positivity. I was sharing, like, you've got to feel what's on your heart. I was sharing the ups and the downs. And, you know, that really sort of started my journey into like, oh, wow, if I'm going to start to share this side of myself, then there are people that are close to me that are not going to approve. And that was a pretty hard lesson to learn pretty early on. But also very grateful for it. So I did my yoga teacher training and completed that. Absolutely was just open, expanded. My mind was like, wow. And then I went through a bit of a time where I was, you know, I thought at the time I was experiencing like a bit of a drug-induced psychosis. Like I completely experienced a disconnect from reality. Like when I talk about derealization and when you see people talking about derealization and how you can just totally like disconnect and I don't have the word for it right now. I'm sure you guys can think of it, but it's like when you just totally like check out, like I was totally checked out, couldn't feel myself in my body. I went through this experience where I was like looking at objects and things and it was like I was re-downloading my life like I would look at a chair and it was like literally every memory that I'd had of a chair like just flashing before my eyes I was like going through this like constant like it was like my life was flashing before my eyes just constantly and that really sent me for a big ride and I remember not being able to articulate myself, not being able to know who to go to to ask about that because I was like, am I fucking crazy? Like, you're probably listening to this and maybe you think that, maybe you don't, maybe you understand. Like, I don't know. It was really huge. But yeah, I ended up going to see a healer and a psychic medium who said, you know, I'd awakened um, the Kundalini snake too quickly and I'd really gone for it. And when I went to see Carrie, who also did kinesiology, she was like, yeah, try not to awaken that energy too quickly because I am like very, like I'm an airhead. Like I'm very up in the clouds. I'm very like thoughtful. Like I'm a visionary. I'm a creator. So I'm always like up in my imagination. And then when I'd been, you know, exposed to all of these ideas about karma, reincarnation, like all of the things that come with yoga philosophy, 
it was just like my mind was like and then on top of that like smoking weed nearly every night with my boyfriend didn't help because then I was like you know absolutely just asking these totally like huge universal questions that he didn't have the answers to and I didn't expect him to have the answers to but I still wanted to ask them you know anyway so that was that and I haven't really spoken about that experience publicly so thank you for listening thank you for um being open to receive that but yeah so that was my yoga teacher experience <laughs> it was really a baptism of fire I will say that it was really 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 a baptism of fire but I'm grateful for it but getting myself out of that was probably one of the hardest things that I've ever had to do because I didn't know like I mean I had support through my yoga teacher training and stuff but then when I was trying to explain it to my friends to my family members to my partner I was like this just is no one is getting me no one in my real life is getting me like I find you know, a bit of solace and a bit of, um, you know, safety in these particular practitioners, but, you know, I'm not feeling held in the environment around me. And that was really difficult because that bred feelings of loneliness and isolation. And then I was just constantly questioning myself and, you know, like trying to figure out like what the fuck was going on and like, why aren't I normal? Why aren't I just like, you know, everybody else? And then, those sort of questions led me to, you know, doing self-discovery and really diving in. Fast forward, I've been, you know, a gym instructor, worked at um, like F45 as a trainer there and a coach. And then I sort of started to go off and actually start teaching yoga, which was amazing. And I was teaching beginners classes because yoga has this massive precedent that it's like you have to be flexible or you have to have a certain body type or whatever everyone thinks about yoga like it's really hard like I'm not going to be able to follow the classes etc and I was like I want to break down these barriers um for yoga like I don't want people to have to you know think yoga is scary so I developed like an eight-week beginners program and I signed people up and I taught them the foundations to yoga over eight weeks and I found so much value in that like that was completely transformational for me and for my students and it was really nice to be able to offer something that you know, could really talk about yoga was about and I really sort of stepped into a power there because before that I hadn't really been teaching much yoga. Then I started teaching at my own. Oh, I just got an IM notification. I am a great communicator. Thank you. Appreciate you, universe. Um, then I sort of, you know, did a couple of those and then I was like, all right, I need to do some, some more things. And I sort of was having a brief conversation with my dad and I was like, oh, I really want to do more with this because people are coming to my classes and they're wanting some, you know, answers to questions that I don't feel like I have the base or I can't answer these with integrity. Like I can't, that's outside my scope of practice. So my dad mentioned to me, why don't I do life coaching? And I was like, I ain't never heard of life coaching before. I was going to go do a certificate, like three, four in counseling so that I could do that. And yeah, sort of. And me and my dad don't see each other a lot. We don't always communicate a lot about stuff other than like his business and working and stuff. And that's just the relationship we have. But 
yeah, he sort of mentioned that to me and I was like, right, I'm going to have a look. And so I did some Googling. I got on a FaceTime with a school, didn't end up going with them. Then a Facebook ad popped up for a scholarship um, at this other school. And I was like, let's apply, got the scholarship. And then it sort of started pretty soon. So this is like 2020 or 2021. I'm not really sure of the timeline. I probably have to sit down and write it all out, but it was all kind of a blur. I'm sure you can relate. Um, but yeah, kind of got the ball rolling and was just like, right, all right, let's do this. Like, let's do life coaching. And one of the reasons why I wanted to do it, like you could select, like, are you doing this to help others? Or are you doing this to help yourself or both? And I was like, well, fuck, like, I feel like I still need some help and some guidance. And yeah, that life coaching course was so transformational on so many levels. It really helped me understand myself and work through a lot of stuff. And I met a few um, people in that class that like we had to do like Saturday catch-ups. I met a few people in that class that I'm still in contact with now and we still do coaching with each other. And it's just that in itself is just so priceless because every couple of weeks, like I still get coaching from you know, Rebecca, who I love and appreciate and just respect so much. Um, because I know that she's done the training. I know that she's done the same training as me. I know that we've been there together and it's just, it's really beautiful. So I did my life coaching course and then they had an opening for a master's of life coaching. And I was like, I'm going to apply for this. Got accepted to that, did that training. There was also like NLP, so neuro-linguistic programming and when I tell you that NLP changed my life, I mean it. Like you have either heard of NLP and you have an opinion about it or you've never heard about it before. And I had never heard about it before. So my mind was completely open to all of the things that it could teach me and share with me. And, you know, like, oh my God, the healing that I've done through NLP for myself and on others is just like fucking astronomical. Like it's second to none. Like if you have had a bad experience with NLP, I urge you, it is not NLP itself. It may have been the practitioner. Okay. Because like the combination of the work that I do through my yoga knowledge, my meditation, my channeling, my medium, my psychic abilities, and then the NLP like mixed in there as well. Obviously you don't overlap, you don't like overlap them, but like you'll do it in a sequence. But oh my gosh, like yeah, I just, I credit a lot of my personal spiritual uh, development to NLP and I will stand by it through and through. Now, and I'll speak a little bit more about that in depth in another episode as well. But yeah, so then after that, I did like a business course with these people where they, you know, sort of like urge you to like actually get out there and start practicing because um, you know, sometimes we do all these trainings and we have all these qualifications and then we don't feel ready. And they really urge you to, you know, start before you're ready. And if there's one takeaway that you can take from this podcast, it's that you should absolutely start before you're ready because the time is going to pass anyway. And you may as well be getting practice in any way, shape or form that you can, um, while that time is passing, because now it's been like a few years and, you know, I can confidently sit here and talk to you for 20 minutes about all the things that have happened to me in my life. So 
yeah, definitely start before you're ready. Um, and then, yeah, last year I took a little bit of a break to, you know, go traveling and to really like sort of explore my world externally. Um, and when I was doing that, I was like, oh my gosh, like, why haven't I done this sooner? Like, I feel, you know, these sort of thoughts creeping in about like, oh, it's so shit that I've like waited a while to be able to travel. But then it's like also, you know, standing guard at the door of your mind and being like, no, those thoughts aren't actually mine. I haven't until this point felt ready to go and travel because I haven't felt safe in my own body, because I haven't been able to move past these emotions, these blockages, these fears that have, you know, essentially stopped me from going and doing that thing. So that's another benefit of like, you know, doing the work, doing the personal development, doing the spiritual development and really seeing like what blocks are within you that can help, you know, make you like, that can help you make those moves. Okay. And I've done it for myself and like doing it for myself has really affirmed to me that this is something that I can help others with. And this is something that I want to help others with because living the life that you want to live and like just being so loving and understanding with yourself and like really like understanding and taking care of yourself is such a massive, massive achievement. And so, yeah, that's kind of been the story up until now. So along the way, I kind of knew that I wanted to help people, but I didn't know in what capacity. I didn't know how really that I wanted to do that. It's sort of, it's been unfolding the whole way. It's been revealing itself to me the whole way. And that's what you have to sometimes allow. Like you have to create space for this to be able to happen because, you know, if you don't and you remain rigid, then, you know, you can't go with the flow and, you know, you'll just end up making it harder for yourself. I guess I have sort of opened myself up and really like allowed myself to be shown the way whilst also, you know, having intentions and having goals and things like that of how I want to feel and how I want to, you know, express myself and all that sort of thing. But I haven't been too attached to the outcome of how that happens. And it's still unfolding. Like I'm really wanting to get into music. Um, I'm really wanting to get back into my art, like returning back to my roots, returning back to, you know, all the things that I did in high school, like doing studio art and like doing, you know, like just expressing because you can communicate a message in so many different ways. And it's not about like actually how you communicate that message. It's about what the message is. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So short answer. No, I didn't always know. Long answer. You've just been given it. Um, but yeah, I would really urge you to, you know, take a step back from your life, take a step back from your day to day life and sort of ask yourself, what is it that I want to achieve and not achieve as in, you know, like we've got to go and hustle and, you know, I think it's more about like, what do you want to put out into the world? Like, who do you want to be? Like, what energy do you want to give out? What you know, how do you want to leave people feeling after they've been in your presence and then sort of design your life looking backwards from that. 
And if you feel limitations and resistance coming up when you think, well, fuck, I'd love to go on holidays all the time so I could be my best version of myself, you know, and so that I could be happy. Um, and you just don't think that that's achievable. Well, that's something to look at because it is achievable. And a lot of people in, you know, the world have done this and we can see it, especially through, you know, the rise of social media and everything like that. Like people are literally out there just like living their life that they want to live because like someone's gotta, (laughs) and it's going to be the people that believe they're worthy and who, you know, do the personal work to be able to believe that they're worthy, who the people who trust themselves, even when shit looks like it's going to fucking hit the fan. Like you have to really be able to trust yourself and trust in your intuition so that you can live your authentic life. Because if you're trying to live someone else's life, if you're trying to live you know, in someone else's sort of like box of their limitations, like you're going to remain unhappy. Okay. When you live your life to please others, like they can't see what you can see. They can't feel what you can feel. Like, you know, you're powerful. You know that you can do whatever you want to do, right? Because it's just our ability to be resourced. If you want to have all day off and you want to just work from home and create content, start creating content and just live and just take a chance on yourself. Okay. Like what's the worst that can happen? All right. You go back to doing it is what you're doing now. Well, you're doing it now anyway. Like take a risk, like make the change. (laughs) Just go for it. You know, just go for it. Like, I didn't know that when I was sitting in that room in my house looking up that yoga teacher training, I had no idea that, you know, five years later I'd be a life coach and mentor, (laughs) healer, content creator, be running a podcast and literally, like, feel just so self-assured and so self-confident and just so... Like, if you don't like it, fuck off. Like, I didn't know I was going to feel like that five years ago. And I started before I was ready and had no idea what was going to come of it. And, you know, yeah, I'm excited for the future and I'm excited for all that's to come. But I can genuinely say that I fucking love myself. And I can genuinely say that I am my best friend. And I can genuinely say that I've got my back no matter what. And I will never abandon myself again, no matter what. Okay. And you know, if you can't say these things about yourself, then it is definitely time to start. And by listening to this podcast, that's a first step, like, you know, and don't be afraid to just like dive in and just keep going. Okay. Like there's linear growth and there's quantum growth and you can quantum growth as many times as you want. Like you can collapse those timelines like that. You know, you just got to believe it. You just got to know what you want. You just got to, you know, like, and if you don't know what you want, then that's your question. Like, what do I want? Like, I want clarity on what it is that I want, you know, and I can help you do this. That's literally what I do. (laughs) Um, but yeah, start before you're ready and just give it a red hot crack because, you know, if you are still coming from a space of you care what people think about you, then, you know, you're not going to get anywhere because not everyone's going to accept you. And sometimes it is the people closest to you that hurt you the most. But don't worry, play the long game. They eventually come back and ask you for help. And this has happened with me in my life. Some of the people at the start who, you know, were like, what the fuck? Like, what are you posting? Like, I don't agree with this. You know, they've come back and they've asked me for, you know, like life advice and, you know, like where to start on your spiritual journey. So you just have to hold the line and remain consistent and just choose you every day. Okay. Choose you every day. Be your best friend. And if you want to work together, let's go. Love you so much.
Thank you for listening to the Live in Truth podcast. I am your host, Madeline Calipari, and it means the world to me to have a platform to be able to share this work and connect with you all. If you have any feedback, any questions, or perhaps you have a topic that you'd like me to speak about, please contact me via direct message on Instagram at Muse by Madeline. If you want to connect further with me and the community, subscribe to the Self Mastery Monthly Membership, where you get access to interactive prompts, reading materials, masterclasses, and a new guest speaker each month. We also have monthly live catch-ups over Zoom, where we reflect on our month and flesh out the topics and themes that have been presented for that month. You get an opportunity to share and connect with the other people that are in your community from all over the world. If you want to join us, the link is in the description below. Thank you again so much for listening and for being a part of this. Big love. Go gently. Mads.